come with us. Come and remember the magic. What's up, all you rad dudes and dudettes? Welcome to a bonus episode of 90s Disney. I'm your host, AJ Minotti, joined by my brothers, Mike Minotti Hello. and Chris Minotti. Hello. I thought you were going to sneeze. <laughs> no, I'm, He's I quiet. was opening this bottle of pop that Mike Zors gave me very quietly. Just go ahead and open it. Just, I already did. People like See, that That's noise. how good it wow. was. <laughs> uh, no fizzy sounds. We like the fizzy sound. Yeah, that, that, that's the sound of happiness, right, Mike? Back in my day, the fizzy sounds were better. <laughs> they put more carbon dioxide in these, <laughs> like real men. Di- dioxide. <laughs> that's CO2. I guess dioxide sounds scary. They put chemicals Di- in <laughs> Dioxin. <laughs> it's colorless and odorless. They're anyway. putting fluoride in the water. That's a chemical. <laughs> <laughs> and we're already off the rails. This is a bonus episode. We are going to talk about closed restaurants, inspired uh, by the email we read on last episode from Holly Smith. Uh, to kind of recap her question, she said, uh, I wonder if you guys had any, had any memories of the soundstage restaurant at MGM Studios. I have vivid memories of amazing character interactions in this restaurant, which, from what I remember, changed each year to reflect the big movie release for that year, such as Beauty and the Beast. Have you ever considered doing an episode on popular 90s restaurants, which are no longer open? We were big Electric Umbrella fans and missed that a lot. Yes, we have considered it. I'm the Electric Umbrella fan. How dare you? That's my crown. If you have an Electric Umbrella and an Electric fan... Then you can make you can protect her. I don't know. Yeah, what, <laughs> I don't know. What can you do? Those these things can counter protect the one. Yeah, you can have the inside out electric umbrella. I guess. There you go. You ever actually have that happen to you? Like have the umbrella and it does get like, like whoosh. yeah, flipped. You get flipped. Yeah, that's not, that's not bad. It's the worst. That's no good. It's you the just worst. Need to stop buying crappy Disney umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, all the all my umbrellas that I've broken over the years are those like Disney ones that you yeah, the cheap. If only I spent ten bucks more on a good one. It's like uh, so yeah. or spend ten dollars less anywhere else and got a good one. Still somehow half the price of a poncho. <laughs> All right, so Holly, yes, we are going to take your inspiration uh, for this bonus episode. We're not gonna, we're, we're basically going to say restaurants we remember going to as kids in the '90s that are now closed. Uh, we're not going to be too strict with the ti- uh, the dates and timing here. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, but let's let's start with the Soundstage restaurant first, since you brought that up. Um, we best remember going to the Soundstage restaurant in its Aladdin incarnation. I'm pretty sure that's the only one we went. I to think there. so. Yeah, um, that I remember. I pulled up a little a little uh, info on the restaurant at um, WaltDatedWorld.com. When it originally opened, Great I didn't know site. this actually until I read this just tonight. Um, the first version of the soundstage restaurant was themed after the 1988 film Big Business starring Bette Midler and Lily Tom. I, I did wow. hear about this before. Yeah, yeah so, you, that be so like? you, you enter the restaurant through the back of a set leading to the film's lobby location. And it was like the rap party, so like like the 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 staff was dressed like caterers. So and is this like opening day MGM Studios? This I, is what I the building was. Believe for? so, yeah. This is back when I would have the catwalk bar right, and right, all that stuff right. above. And uh, it was it was like quick service stations, so it sounds kind of like um like the Land Pavilion. What's that movie way. called? Um, Big Business. Now I wonder, is this an MGM or a Disney movie? Because I wonder if it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, there was there was um. A food court with lines for pizza, sandwiches, soup, including the soundstage Great Northern Beans soup, salads, and desserts. 
Then later on, they would start doing the themed uh, incarnations. There was Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Hunchback, Hercules, Mulan, and Pocahontas. How did we miss Hunchback and Hercules? I don't know. Restaurant. And they, uh, it closed. Yeah. And also during that time, the mornings would be character breakfast, and the rest of the day would just be a buffet. And it closed November 14th, 1998, to make way for Bear in the Big Blue House and Playhouse Disney Jr. live on stage. Man, it, yeah. If a Hercules restaurant opened, we'd be like flocking there now. Right. Like, let's go. Have, we, have you guys ever done Playhouse Disney? I uh, did it our last trip. You did, yeah. No. There's no seats. I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> and that was rough. But the kids absolutely loved it, sure. of course. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, it's super fast. <laughs> it's like a 10 minute show. Really? That's it's a, a good time. Yeah. And of course, I, th- I think we mentioned this when we brought it up on the episode uh, this month, but this is where the. Camels that have been putzing around Disney World one place or another originated out front during the Aladdin theme of this restaurant. Uh, then they were in the parade, and now they are at the flying carpets of Aladdin at Adventureland. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, you uh, you want to go right into Electric Umbrella, or is, is it still too painful to talk about? It is. It's rough. I miss it. I mean, it, it was just the ultimate works, worksman restaurant, you know? <laughs> like, it wasn't trying to be fancy. It had a theme, I guess. Umbrellas. They're dead or electrified. Neon umbrella symbols. But you know what? It was like, yeah, here's some burgers and nuggies. Maybe a pizza if you're lucky. (laughs) That was it. And it was so big that it really was like a cozy spot. It was very spacious. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, some of those really big Magic Kingdom restaurants like that, like Starlight Rays, like Pecos Bill, they're very utilitarian, but they're also, they're crazy. They're madhouses. And I'm sure on the busiest days, this is like this. I never quite felt that. As bad, yeah. Yeah, I never felt claustrophobic in there. Uh, you know, you had the toppings bar, too. You had that nice outdoor area looking out on the Fountain of Nations. I remember the fancy condiment dispensers. Mm-hmm. Yes. That seemed to only be there, but they had to be other places. Some of the places used to have, oh, I remember some of them used to have, like, the cheese in the condiment dispenser, which was yeah. incredible. That wasn't long for this world. But, yeah, I don't know. It's Again, it's, it's hard to say why I liked it so much, but... It was always nice because you're in Future World for that first half of the day. Uh, so, you know, you, of course, you're going to have a really nice meal in World Showcase. It was always fun just to get a quick burger or something at the Electric Umbrella. I'm not saying it was always an amazing burger or what have you. It, it got the job done. It got the job done. We Especially told, as, you know, kid, picky kids. We, we told a story before about the... Uh, the two walk around caveman characters yeah. that came from <laughs> Ice Station Cool, apparently. And like the one was educated, the other one not so much. I love the idea of them just wandering. Yeah. Well, no, the, and the best was the, uh, the the posh British one. It was like, oh, oh, look at his spiky hair, pointing to yeah. Chris, who Chris did that middle school kid thing of like spiky gelled hair and the metal bead bracelet. Oh, I'm bringing it back. And that guy, I remember him just touching hair and going, porcupine. <laughs> I was like, hey, he got him. Sure did. Big big businesses on Disney Plus, by the way. Oh, watch party. Big business watch party, everybody. Incredible. It's happening. That's incredible. But I mean, I don't know. You guys think I'm crazy? Do I overrate Electric Umbrella? No, I mean, it's it's a nostalgic hit. Um, you know, it's like, it, just like how, um, 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 what's what's that restaurant in Hollywood Studios that still feels like MGM Studios? Oh, Backlot Express. Backlot Express. Yeah. Like, this one just, like, epitomizes 90s Epcot. Yeah. Especially no. Future World, you I know? Agree. I agree. I think about the, the light-up... Uh, uh, concrete floor, yeah. and I think about Electric Umbrella. Good thing Connections Eater is good, huh, Mike? It is good, at least. <laughs> you know what? It, does, it is also very open and yeah. very big. Yeah. They kept that spacious uh, feel to it. Yeah, yeah. That meatball pizza is actually really good. <laughs> the menu is certainly more varied and big, but, mm-hmm. you know, and those murals are nice. I do just like that. I don't know what you call it. It's almost like kitschy, futuristic. Kitschy. Kitschy, kitschy. Kitschy, kitschy, kitschy. No, just kitschy. Kitschy, kitschy, kitschy. <laughs> kitschy futuristic was fun. Yes. Chris, you got one? 
yes, there's one we went to a lot. We used to vacation at, in Toronto a lot, and we came across, they called it a move and pick. And we loved going there, and it was great. We found one eventually in Disney World. It was called Pepper Market. Same kind of a thing. Same kind of thing. So there were stations with different, you know, varieties of food. That there's the Italian, the you know, Chinese, and all this different. Right. Stuff. So like instead of like a buffet, it's just a buffet. Here's like the hot like trays with the food. Here there's like these. It's almost like you're in an indoor market, mm-hmm. and there's these different stands, and they're all themed too. Yeah, and it's like here's the rotisserie, and here's the pasta. Yeah, and everything station. was right. served kind of a la carte. Right. You were meant to get like two or three different things. Right. So when we discovered that in Disney, we we're like, oh, oh my goodness, this is the greatest thing ever. We literally we went out of our way several years yeah. to go to dinner at Pepper Market. Like usually that was like our like day of arrival. Yeah. Stop. I feel like at um, Coronado Springs. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting because like not a lot of people just went to, back then. This is before we had Grand Casino Tower or Three Bridges. It's not right. like this was a destination hotel for anybody, but people who are there for the conferences. Although I desperately want to go to Rick's, that sports bar there with the wachos, the waffle fry nachos. Mm, yeah, yes, heard good things. Yeah, but there, there's there's something there now, uh, and I think it's just pretty. I think it's still kind of a similar concept. I don't know. Yeah, but, you but know that, is, that right? concept is really you know, kind of blown up a bit. Like, we were at Universal's Endless Summer. Yeah. And that's really, like, all of those, like, you know, kind of moderate hotels. They all kind of have that. It is sort of like similar, more, yeah. It like is, like, sta- the They're not themed or anything, but a station for right. certain But although some days it's a little bit more, like, yeah, you can get that food from the station. There's not necessarily, like, a guy with a pizza oven right there. Right. Or, you know, like, again, it kind of had that air of, oh, this is the station, and here's, like, the kitchen. The, each station has its own kitchen, kitchen its yeah, own serving area. Like it, it felt like vendors set up shops. Yeah, exactly. But then you just take it all to, like, the checkout together. And, you got a little stamp mm, passport the thing. The stamp was yeah. fun. Yeah, especially, I, I associate that even with move, that move and pick in Toronto. It was just that some indoor mall in Toronto. Yeah. I remember getting Marche Market. That was yeah. the full name of it. Move and wow. pick. There, there were a few different move and picks. Yeah. Okay. And that one that we went to is called Marche Market. I just remember. It, it just seemed very exclusive and fun. It was, it was cool. It was different. I remember it getting the cool. Cornish hens. Cornish hens. Cornish game hen. Yeah, that's, that's where Mike never, discovered he liked Cornish like, game hens. Well, it's just, it was like a little chicken. It was just like all dark me. I was like, yeah, good stuff right there. Yeah, Pepper Market. That was fun. I didn't miss that. Very I good. forgot about the passports. So you guys said that, and yeah, all these like memories came right, back. Right, right. God, I probably ate some. Or Dad would probably yeah. the bill we got. Yeah. <laughs> it was priced a la carte. So. Like I was probably, it was, yeah, it was probably we, one of the more expensive meals we ate. Well, yeah, How many Cornish hens did you eat? Well, because we treated it like a buffet, but like right. each, each, I don't know if you really were supposed to. I think you're supposed to get like your one meal. But I was like, well, I gotta try something from this place. Yeah. Right? So I'll take a Cornish head, a bowl of pasta, a pizza, <laughs> a flatbread. Excuse me. You yeah. had the passport. You have to collect them all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Stamp that thing up. Stamp it up. Don't worry about it. Dad's got it. Don't worry, kid. Dad's bought credit cards. And what's he saying? Spirit away. That's what it makes me think of. Uh, how about you, Edge Guide? All right. Let's let's uh, let's go back to Epcot to a, a Minotti family favorite that is no longer with us. And that is uh, Alfredo's. Oh, yeah. In terms yes. of quality, probably the like best restaurant that's yes. Like all these other ones, it's just kind of nostalgia. Uh, but like, man, Alfredo's was amazing. So in its height, this was one of three locations owned by like the legit family of Alfredo, the guy who like made fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, it turns out Alfredo is not just an Italian word for cheese. That's no. a family name. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they made actual legit fettuccine Alfredo, which is just pasta, butter and cheese. There's no cream or anything. Right. It, which we discovered at this place. Uh, and it, it tasted amazing. Like, I mean, usually I'm not too big on Italian food at theme parks because it's heavy. It's but heavy. You yeah. made the exception for this because it, it was, was so good. Well, it, it was, was always so an end-of-the-day, you know, late dinner kind of thing. Right. And yeah. we had a very memorable trip uh, one vacation where 
Our dad found out that one of the waiters... Dario Finati. Well, Dario Finati was our waiter, but he found one of the guys in the kitchen or something was a... I'm going to screw up the pronunciation. A carbonier, which is kind of like... Um, I, I think it's like Italy's like National Guard, basically. And our grandfather was one of those before World War II when he got conscripted into the Axis Army. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Fun Minotti lore. But again, we didn't... So we didn't know any of this. This guy comes out to like, talk to our dad about his dad, who was Italian and all this, and... Dad starts telling this story that like drew in half the wait staff. The manager had to be like annoyed <laughs> that like basically service stopped. We heard this incredible story to to make it quick about how our grandfather was like captured by Nazis after the Italians like like kind of dropped out of the war, escaped when the Nazis abandoned the town in France they're in. He walked back to Rome, and we didn't even know this story. Yeah. We're like, what? <laughs> And like I said, like like half the staff was like hanging to dad's every word as he told the story. It's incredible because you know all these guys are Italians, and uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. It's, it was. It's a really good restaurant, really good food. Um, you know, uh, what's it called? Tutto Gusto. It's Tutto Italia. Italia. Tutto Italia. I think I've been there. I never I haven't been. Maybe I haven't been there. Maybe I'm making that up. Yeah. But yeah. the cool thing too is like you know people would walk around and serenade you as you're. Yeah, it was that guy with a mandolin that. going around and. Yeah. But it was just—it was something. I else. brought up Dario Fanati, but yeah, I just always remember that guy's name. He was just our waiter the one time, and this was—you know—it's always people. They're like doing the exchange program. He's right. from Italy, and he's just this really nice guy. I remember I took a video of him showing us our desserts. I have that somewhere. We gotta <laughs> find your tapes. You have <laughs> tapes. We oh, found a couple. There's two back. The there. best was. Like we would, you would order the fettuccine alfredo for dinner, but you can also get it as an appetizer. <laughs> we kind of would also for some reason. You just had to sample it before. It was so good. Yeah, just to make sure it was going to be good. And for it was, your it was meal. all fresh pasta. And yeah. about, it was. I, it's still probably the best tasting pasta I ever had. There was a the other U.S. location was in New York and uh, by Rockefeller Center. Yeah, we went there once. Yeah, and that's you went now. Again. I've been there twice. Yeah, but it's since closed. Yeah, it's gone. Is the one in Italy still? Around? I, yeah, I believe I so. Hope so. I would hope yeah, so. I but wish he wouldn't have another one out here. Yeah. So, you know, it. so it's funny because we never go to uh, Tudo Italia, but we go to... Um, Via Napoli. Via Napoli. Mm-hmm. Almost, uh, I think I went almost every trip in a row for a decade. The last one we find, I was like, all right, we got to do something else. Like, so uh, the festival, like, too, it's hard to... Because so you won't eat that food. Yeah. So that, that is kind of the one blessing here is that it would be hard for me to try to go to Alfredo's and uh, Via Napoli. Cause yeah, right. It says you. <laughs> Via Napoli's amazing. You lack gumption. <laughs> you don't know, Via Napoli's the pizza place that like they built newer there. Yes. Uh, and their pasta very, is also very, very good. They also, yeah, they have the a, lasagna. They have a very good lasagna that they bake in the same ovens that they use for, mm. the, the, pizza. for the pizza. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I, part of me wants to try Tudo Italia or Tudo. Apparently, Tudo, yeah. the the lounge there is very good. Yeah, yeah the wine yeah. cellar yeah. kind yeah. of thing. But it's and it's it's no reservation though, so you have to kind of get lucky with just getting nice in there. About all those lounges, mm-hmm. kind of thing. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, Mikey, uh, hit me with another one. Uh, I will say actually one that uh, again, it's another one. It's probably more nostalgia. Who knows how good the food was? We had a lot of good times at the ESPN Club down at Boardwalk. Yeah, well, that was um, I did really, not as much as you guys. Well, that yes, was because really. that was one of the first times you really started drinking beer. With I wasn't me. drinking very much at all yet, and uh, the Cavs were in the playoffs. It was NBA playoffs. They were playing the Orlando Magic. They were playing the Orlando Magic. This was back when they had Dwight Howard, so it was a good team. Mike's childhood favorite yeah. team. Yes, so for a some couple, reason. A couple of nights uh, we would just go down. because well, we were staying at the beach club, so we right. just walked over. We got a, we got a pitcher of, of Sam, Sam Adams Summer Ale. And a plate of nachos, and we watched basketball. And that's what we did in the evenings, like after, after everything <laughs> yeah. was done. After I went to bed, 
That's well, you, you could because you were 20. You couldn't go. And I, yeah, I couldn't drink anyway. I remember drinking that Sam Adams. And it was like whiskey to me. It was like so <laughs> heavy and strong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's like nothing. No, it's like water. But it was fun because it was, it, was, it was even like almost dated then because this was at the time where a lot of places did have HD cameras and they still had like a grid of like. The grid of projectors and a bunch of CRTs yeah, all over the it was place. Like a, there was a charm to it. It I, had yeah. a very 90s feel to yeah, it. I don't know. I loved it. Even like if not technically an ESPN zone which are all around the place i always liked it more than the espn zones mm-hmm. just you know again that kind of bar food but i don't know it still it had a fun. decent arcade too yeah nope. at the end of it then that's becoming like a cake shop now i don't know it's something like it's that been yeah. a couple things hasn't it, it was no so it hasn't big. been anything no. yet yeah it's first oh, thing really? is gonna be this cake shop that's opening that's which, a big cake shop <laughs> I, I wonder if it's like is it like that chocolate emporium and universal where i mean it's not just gonna sell cake it's a giant restaurant in there i don't, I don't know. know oh the um yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. But a big so, factory looking place. twosome. Twosome. Thank you, AJ. Uh, Mike had traumatic experience there. So yeah, the, yeah. The, the themed characters they pick on me a lot. <laughs> Not as bad as Snow White picked on me. God, she was ruthless. <laughs> which, but yeah. In fact, go, instead of going around, let's just kind of let's just kind of go through these because. Yeah, I, well, I got another one. The uh, um, I was about to man. I had a nice segue with Snow White. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. I Keep said the something. segue going. Oh uh, yeah. Well, speaking of Snow White, <laughs> masterful. Yeah, because she took over uh, a restaurant that we went to one time, one time. Yep. at uh, Wilderness Launch. No, I only went there once. Yeah, you, only, you only went there once. Trust me. Okay. Uh, well, he may have gone. He lived there for a month the one time. So I don't think I didn't go to going. fancy restaurants. No. <laughs> no, I think you were going to Sunshine Terrace or whatever at yeah. the land. And my meal voucher coupons. Yeah. But yeah, Artist Point, which I think is still called Artist Point. But it's like Snow, yeah, Snow White. It's a Artist Snow White Point, yeah, character meal now. Yeah. Uh, back when we went, it was just the signature dining thing at Wilderness Lodge. It was pretty neat, you know, it had a nice theme in there, sort of low-key, but still pretty, a lot of, like, wilderness paintings. I had buffalo. Yeah, we had a bison steak. I know, I think mom got that, uh, the the cedar plank salmon, which they were famous Mm -hmm. for, too. That was very good. Like, that's one word. Yeah, I liked it. It was, I'm glad we got to do it one time. In fact, I remember, like, we each got to pick a restaurant that trip, and I picked that Mm -hmm. one. It it felt like, you know, it it was a little bit like, check the box, like, okay, now we need our high-end steakhouse. Right, exactly. Not that I'm saying like there's anything wrong with that, but like right. Right. every it, new deluxe resort had that. It's funny because you think like dining would suffer from losing their big signature restaurant there, and it's almost better for them to lose that and get a character dining and that outdoor. Well, it, but it is a high end character right. meal. It's, it's more, not like Chef Mickey. Sure, so. it's way more popular now than it ever but has. E- been. Even mm-hmm. without that, like the trade for that with uh, Geyser Point is um, is kind of worth it. To right, me. you're right, gonna right. get two nice places yeah. and one like you know yeah. signature fancy restaurant. There was a lot of good food at Wilderness Lodge. I know I talked about that in our. our Field trip report, but field trip trip report. <laughs> Sign your permission slips and get on the bus, right. everybody. Chris, what did you want to say? The a place that I loved, but I don't think many people really did, was the and this was with kids though, the backyard barbecue. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We did it when we were younger, like a couple times, maybe once or I think twice. Just once. Yeah, this but it, we did it more recently, right before it closed. Pretty um, much right towards the end. Yeah, because we about four years ago. Because I because Abby, my daughter, turned three and she's seven now. Mm-hmm. And oh, we had such a good time. Well, most of us did. <laughs> most so, of us okay, did. Okay, so we it was worth it for this because we dad booked that and he got like the little package where we got well, to get there a little early and got this like have some had, more yeah, private time pick, with the characters. Yeah, it was great. Well, and, well, real quick, what is this? We should. Okay, yeah. It. So, so it, there was basically a giant pavilion in the back end of wilderness, Fort Wilderness, uh, Fort Wilderness right by where River Country used to be. 
And it was just like a, a combination of a huge barbecue buffet. And they had like performers, uh, you know, uh, people doing like whip and rope tricks. It was some like kind of midway style games on us. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a good old hoot nanny. It sure was. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I remember the, the, my family, we, we were, cause we were coming from, um, somewhere. We were earlier that day and we were running a little behind. So we, we still got there before the thing opened generally, but we were like at the very end of that, like kind of private time. But it was awesome because like we get situated. Soph was still afraid of the characters, but Livy had warmed up to them. And um, they just like came over and like grabbed Liv and like she got like this one on one time with like Goofy, Chip, Dale, right. Mickey, Minnie, like, like just her ones. and like all five. Of them. I was like, this is incredible. That's what was great about it was that it was like those main characters uh, and it just was very intimate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like sometimes like everything in Disney has to be this this big to do, especially with meeting Mickey Mouse. Like when I was a kid, it's like, yeah, oh, Mickey Mouse over there. Buy some flowers. Go stand in this line. Now it's like go inside of Mickey Mouse's studio. And yeah, he's right. getting ready for a special show. And it's like this whole thing. That, that's cool, too. But I did like how kind of low key and almost low budget this was. Right. You're right. It was like a, a lot pa- more approachable. For it was sure. like a pavilion. I was like, yeah, we're going to have a barbecue and Mickey Mouse is here. Right. So the show gets started. And, and again, it's like. It's all you could drink, like Bud Light, and uh, right. I do remember that. Like Bud Light. There was, <laughs> I had quite a few. I think Bud like Lights. little wine, like little wines. I think were free too. <laughs> That's right. I remember. And, you know, decent barbecue. They paid everything, but like very loud. A lot of people once the show gets going. My wife's not big on crowds like that, and she's she doesn't like like country things. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Fort Wilderness aesthetic. <laughs> no, aesthetic so so here I'm gonna get a little PG for a second, everybody. But when this was all said and done. <laughs> My wife goes, I just want you to know that if there was a personal hell for me, it would look a lot like oh, that. I think she said that during the crack, the, the yeah, wood cracker. And then I turned and I said, hey, at least my family was there. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had a grand old time. <laughs> I'm dancing. Out. I, I was five Bud Lights in, dancing with Donald and, and your three-year-old daughter. <laughs> yeah, you do have some good pictures up there with the camera. Oh, my gosh. It was good food. It was just, you know, ribs and chicken and all that stuff. Burgers even, I think. I was yeah. Like, yeah and it was cool, too. Like you said, it was by River Country. And at the time, you could still walk up and kind of see. Yeah, we, we found some gaps in the fence and found, like, the, the dilapidated remains, like right. that right. drop slide. Well, and it, the, there's a bathroom over there, and it still had a sign. I took a picture of it yeah, that said, like, showers. the showers and restrooms, like yeah. a little remnant of River That's Country. all. That part's been, yeah, so a lot, this whole area was kind of torn down to make way for reflections, <laughs> which never got right. built. Yeah, yeah, they closed <laughs> it down for that. Yeah. 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 Nothing but thankfully, uh, Hoopty Doo Review is back, which is another kind of wilderness lodge experience that is still very much around. Which yeah, maybe I we can do that it. next time. That would be fun. I didn't enjoy that. done that in a while. We guys, oh, Grandpa was with us when we did yeah. that. All right, ready, ready for another segue? Yes, that's good. Because there's another dinner show that's no longer with Oh, us. you're hooling. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, man. The I Luau. I this forgot that. This Luau Cove yeah. got flattened to make way for the new uh, DVC Resort Polynesian. But we did this in a few different incarnations throughout the years. We did the mini version when your kids that they used yeah. to have. There used to be like the adult Luau and the kids Luau. And then they kind of like combined. Combine it. it made, made it generally family friendly. <laughs> but I remember that last time we went when it was like the oh, general Luau. It was too. still all you could drink Bud Light. I had some kind of uh, cocktail and a coconut. That was very exciting. And, uh, you know, me and my tropical vibes, I I, I had a great you know, old time. My, my problem was, <laughs> the la- well, the last time we did it, I was still very much in my, let's say, Tomorrowland phase and not my Adventureland phase. Right. It, and it was that newer version of the show that tried to do the family and, like, the adult stuff. And mm-hmm. 
I remember liking the like the one for kids when we were younger. I, little, think we, yeah. I think we did the adult one even too at some point. Maybe not. But, I don't recall that. Yeah, but, we but I remember liking one of them before when I was younger. This one, I don't know what it was. There's also a thing with uh, everyone was calling each other cousin. I didn't realize that didn't necessarily mean they were they were related because there was like a romance subplot. There was between a romance two and we were like, aren't they cousins between two people who call each other cousins? We <laughs> were just lot. naive. Yeah, so I was like, well, I just so I, also. <laughs> So here's a little bit of a naughty backstory for you. <laughs> Shortly before this particular trip, uh, we were at, I think it was a Palanta dinner at, at our local church. And uh, I think I think it was you two and dad were in the bathroom. There were two old Italian men oh. in the bathroom. And one of them just ripped a fart. And the other one just shouts, salute. <laughs> so that became a thing for several for years. We just kept saying, salute. But this was right after it. And they're trying to get the crowd to do the whole thing. Aloha, everybody. Aloha. No, I said aloha. <laughs> and they went, aloha. There's dad sitting there going, salute. Yeah, getting, getting a good rise out of us. I just remember dad and Mike and myself were just staring at each other, looking miserable. I don't know why. I just yeah, wasn't we that. And the salute kept us sane. And I remember looking at AJ, and he would look at us like mad at us. I know. We weren't furious. enjoying it. I, was, I, I, I I understand. Like, I if you're my, into it, we were probably. I have my wine shirt, my coconut yeah. I don't drink. know what it was. You know what? Maybe that too. AJ was being pretty obnoxious oh about the Polynesian thing because this was his Hawaiian shirt. He phase. probably had his My Pal Mickey with him <laughs> right. too at that time. I, I probably would have, like today, I probably would have loved that show, but for some reason that day, I wasn't having it. It yeah. is a bummer <laughs> that it's gone. Yeah. Saluta. Uh, but yeah, if you could take me back in time, I think I'd rather see the old school, just like adult one instead of like that weird family right. version that we Fair saw. enough. Still had the fire dancer. That's well, that's funny. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, good. I like fire dancers for, you know, for sure. <laughs> but hey, you, you could just go to Festival of Lion King and see a fire dancer. That's you know? true. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so that's that's good stuff. Is there anything really close that Animal Kingdom restaurant wise? I mean, aside from the menu changing well, we, at restaurants, this stores. is a good chance. To, I was going to say, let's talk about McDonald's of history course. at Disney World. Well, you know, I always 90s. want to, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> so, just throughout the parks in general, there used to be a McDonald's presence. Like, you, if you wanted McDonald's fries and you were in Disney World, you were in luck. Because they were all over the place. It's like they're, how Starbucks is now. Right. Exactly. What a downgrade. Very well put. <laughs> what from McDonald's fries. There, there, was, there was a place in Frontierland to get fries. There was a place at, at Animal Kingdom, a restaurant at Source, was basically almost a McDonald's. Like, you could get a McNugget Happy Meal. Yeah. Man, my mind, it just was a McDonald's, but I forget. Well, you probably got Happy Meals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably right. Um, but the big thing, of course, it's there still is a McDonald's. On property near Blizzard Beach, but and I, I this was it our most famous tweet that I ever shell. did that I just did on a lark one night. It used to look like a giant Happy Meal box, yeah. and it was amazing, it was sweet. And well, uh, it, I remember it was the first fast food restaurant I ever went to with the digital like bo- like video which, menu, which had a weird influence on me because one of my first professional jobs for it was for a, a local fast casual pizza chain, it's like a Blaze pi- Pizza. No, Rise uh, Pie. He said, rise, I said a Blaze Pizza competitor. Oh, okay, Calm down. I was like, how dare you? I that was a dirty but word for they, you. They like wanted me to like create their digital menu boards. I was like, I was born for this. <laughs> Reaching deep into the <laughs> into my memory AJ banks. How did they do it back then? Yeah. Every um, McDonald's has like a digital board now. Everyone uh, does, yeah. period. Yeah. yeah. But, but they, uh, they also had like the thing with nine CRTVs like stacked up so they, right, they right. would play like, you know, Disney movies and whatnot. Uh, yeah, and like I said, it's still there. I mean, it's nice. It, it runs off of solar power. It actually yeah. does look nice, but it, we lost that whimsy, Mike. Well, everything was everything in the you know nineties was like, oh, this is a dinosaur themed restaurant. Build a giant dinosaur. And now yeah, it's just, you don't get that at all anymore. You know, uh, make a box, and you know, <laughs> make put it, it look kind of modern. It. Everything's modern, yeah. Uh, which I guess everything always is modern, literally. But there's like super. <laughs> it's like the most modern it's ever so been. Modern. It's ultra modern. Yeah, it's a little too modern. A little yeah. too Target. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if I, it's a little sad, but also I'm not going to McDonald's yeah, we're anymore. Not going. I think I used to drive my dad or dad. God, that wasn't the, well, no, I think he was thrilled. That was probably the cheap meal. <laughs> like, right. oh, thank God. They're just going to get like a double quarter pounder. Yeah. If that old McDonald's was still there, we would go. Yeah, yeah. those the cool the cool one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The yeah. Cool one. Uh, what, what other kind of fast food type restaurants are we losing? I'm thinking of pizza. Pizza? A whole planet of pizza? Oh, yeah. Pizza. This, With an incredible arcade. It's funny because it did a very bad job of being like the pizza planet from the movie. Right. right. Nothing, the, nothing alike. Aside from the fact that you could get pizza and there was an arcade, <laughs> there was not much going on. They had on. a claw machine, an authentic claw machine yeah. in the movie. Remember, too, the um, original Buzz Lightyear couldn't do signatures? It was just a stamp? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because right, right. he would hang around there. He'd just stamp his name because <laughs> fingers wouldn't work in that ridiculous suit that they had him wear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, it, it was we liked it because we liked pizza and we liked video games. Right. And it was, you know, right by Muppets and Star Tour, so it was a pretty hot spot to be at. Mm-hmm. It, it was just baffling. Like why not make it more like the movie? Yeah. Yeah, it was done pretty It was literally like we have some kitchen space and Toy Story's popular. <laughs> do it. Yeah, this you know was, what to do. This was a pretty much just a straight upgrade when it turned into Pizza Rizzo, which is much better themed. The food's about the same, which yeah. I mean it's fine to me. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. But I just theming it to be like that kind of instead. old school style Italian restaurant with the checkerboard, uh, you know, tablecloths, table the, the, the banquet room, the banquet room rules. <laughs> it is cool. Yeah. It yeah. is so cool. It's rat pizza. It's rat pizza. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's going. And I think the other big set down one I'm thinking of right now would have to be the Concourse Steakhouse, which we liked for breakfast. We liked for uh, lunch well, where was and this? breakfast. This was well, at the Grand Canyon Concourse. Concourse, of course, there at the uh, Contemporary Hotel right by Chef Mickey's. Uh, and this the was, Mickey Stickies. Yeah. Yeah. The Mickey Stickies was a signature item oh, here, which mm-hmm. is just giant cinnamon buns. Giant basically. cinnamon buns. This was neat because it was like a mid range kind of a, you know, it's like steakhouse. And you think about Disney World steakhouses, mm-hmm. you're going to be thinking about Le Cellier this, and this stuff. was This was on par with like boat rights at uh, Port Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Even probably not as, probably not even quite as nice as uh, Steakhouse 71 is now no, yeah. in the bottom there. But still it's solid. Just, I mean, and again, it, just being in the Grand Canyon Concourse is right. so great. But if you're going, I could understand maybe people complaining like for noise reasons if you're in a big lobby like that. Not lobby, yeah. but open space like that for a finer dining it, it, experience. It, 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 didn't it did really feel like you were just sitting in the middle of the Grand Canyon yeah. Concourse. Like you basically went through a little Which arch. Which I would love. Yeah. You either liked it or you didn't. I yeah. Guess, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was fun. The, the menus were really cool because they had monorail like on the menu. The kids menu i remember is kind mm-hmm. of adorned on the top of it but it is you know like it's still fun to be at chef mickey's and seeing the uh monorail go by but you want to talk about a place that's crazy like that's crazy yeah. this was a you know obviously more chill than that uh but still more central as compared to the starlight lounge or whatever that's called right it's again it's one of those ones like else like the most amazing thing ever no but i i do miss it uh quite a bit you know steakhouse 71 has really good food but it is just kind of in like old convention space slash the old arcade there's no windows there's really nothing to look at down there right it's kind yeah, of like tucked away in the basement right so you know it's just this nice place and besides but. there was something much better there a long time right. ago that oh. I, we may have gotten some nachos at once but yeah i mean t- yeah so the uh the the fun center had a food getting, stand. I remember getting like the granola cereal there a lot the mickey like, muesli mickey yes that's it i remember yep. that yep but yeah, I mean, let's face it. We were there for the giant, sweet arcade. Yeah. Oh, nothing still beats that it's, arcade. It bums me. We got to find something. Because there's there's documentation of its earliest incarnations, but there's so little on the internet of like 
what we think of that place in the 90s with the virtual racing machine. And right. The like a lot of it's almost more in the 80s when it had like a shooting gallery right. and a so movie like theater. Kind of, <laughs> like, of the 90s incarnation right. of that place. And when you think back on it now, it seems massive. I kind of wonder if it's that whole like illusion of if right. you're like, in that space it's, now. It felt like a football it field to me. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like I look at the, the hotel, I'm like, that's not enough room for this arcade. <laughs> right. <line." laughs> right. Exactly. What uh? What else were you thinking well, of from well, the? Let's the, good. Yeah, let's let's say in the contemporary because yeah. another place again we can't find documentation of that we remember it existed. But this was I think like Chef Mickey's wasn't open yet or was they were closed. building Chef they were building Chef Mickey's so they needed well, some temporary uh, character breakfast. So right. where the Fantasia gift shop is now, which is kind of that one that's out in the middle there between the arcade and the other gift shop. It's where the exit, room. where that bridge is. Right. Go to the yeah, and where um, the towers. There was just set up, a, like, it was like Disney Afternoon. No, no, Disney Adventure. Disney Adventure, excuse me, the magazine. The zine. Specifically, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It had, like, a kind of jungly theme to it, and then Chippendale in their Rescue Ranger outfits were, like, the only characters. And it was, like, very clearly a temporary thing. Yeah, I think, but it was sweet. I think yeah, it was also reusing it. some stuff from the Aladdin rest- that backstage very, restaurant. That very sounds right to me. Again, I can't find documentation right. of this. Again, I don't was, know what it was called. There wasn't much to it, but Chippendale and their Rescue Rangers outfits came to our and table. And we loved Chippendale. I, I it was swear, perfect. I swear we went to this a couple times. We yeah, done, like, it sounds right. Like, it year. might have been one of those, yeah, one of those years of back-to-back trips. Twice in one trip. Maybe. Maybe. Because I loved that Z. If people don't remember, this was like, yeah. like well, I don't, yeah, you know, like, like, like those little magazines. Like you got the checkout aisle. I yeah, remember like, you getting that and AJ getting the Archie comic. Yeah, like yeah. my double digest. Right. So double yeah. digest. That's right. Yeah, I'd always pick this thing up and, and flip through that, and they had like the comics at the end. I remember they serialized Bone. In there for yes, a little that's bit, right. Even. That's right. That's where we first found yeah. out about Bone. Some that they had like original comics. Like there was a Jungle Book one. I remember there'd be some for whatever. They throw in some classic out. Mickey comics and stuff like yeah. that. Duck comics were in there. Yeah. So exactly. But uh, yeah, I loved that zines. So I was really excited about this. To me, Chip uh, Mickey's was a downgrade at first. <laughs> yeah. There's it's hard to find any documentation about this one. So if you know anything about that, I, yeah, I think please the, tell us. The old restaurants in general, they're tough. I, I remember looking up Chef Mickey stuff before and. There wasn't a lot, but there was a Chef Mickey's originated in um but Disney Village Marketplace. Yeah, yeah like kind of kind of where Rainforest Cafe is. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah, that's that was the first, the first one. one. Speaking of downtown Disney, actually, because uh, you know the, the boat is still there, but it's not Fulton's Crab House anymore. Now it was or em- Empress Lily. Right. I don't remember Empress Lily. Maybe it was when we first went because there's that famous picture mm-hmm. we have uh, somewhere of Chris being like a baby poking Donald Duck in his eye. Yeah. It was a character yeah. meal. Yeah, yeah that. that was the. I think it's something I can remember. Remember going there was it was character breakfast with Donald Duck, and this is back in the day when like. Donald Duck was hard to find. Yes. So it was a big because deal. Because they used to have little Duck people was, right. in the costume. Right. So it was a big deal that Donald Duck was at this breakfast. So maybe the reason we went. Uh, I don't remember anything about the food. I know it was people said it was just okay back then, and now in its current incarnation as paddlefish, people say it's just okay. Which now. is weird. And it's such a neat looking place. It's right. kind of like the like icon. Step up the menu a notch. Right. Let's go. Yeah, do something. Yeah, I know, like I wish that was the better restaurant and not boathouse, you know. Right. Well, you know. Which people do really like boathouse. People love boathouse. We had an okay time there. Again, I think our we party was giant, too big. We were a giant party. We were, there was like 20 of us. We, had like, we, we, to, we had like six kids. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Six little kids. That, that can happen. What but, else? But right around the corner from there was Wolfgang Puck. The original. Ooh, the there original is a, Wolfgang Puck. Oh, the we're, tortilla we're, soup. Tortilla soup and, and the creme brulee trio. This... Man, oh my gosh, I forgot about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It was Key Lime original <laughs> and I think a chocolate one. Uh, yeah. This was like our favorite restaurant for a while. Again, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a must visit. Because we were we really weren't used to a lot of that kind of uh, like that sort of like California new age food. I yeah, don't know, like, like celebrity chef style. Yeah, things. even that celebrity chef style thing. I was 
there was a period of time where I got really into Food Network and uh, like Iron Chef and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And would this have been Wolf before that? Kind of during all right, kind of during it, yeah, really. right at the beginning of that. Yeah, because yeah, the same time too. When then when we were going to Emerald's restaurants and uh, yeah, Universal and things like that. So was, he had like these, you know, the pizzas that he's famous for. You can get that uh, barbecue chicken pizza, and it was always really good. Mm-hmm. There were he had some kind of a like bacon Alfredo uh, pasta too that was good. Dad, I remember loved the butternut squash soup or something like that. He had or was it in a, in a tortilla soup? Something mm-hmm. about their soups. Yeah, yep. it was really good. Yep. It was pretty in there. Um, I was there for a while. They, there's like a new one now. Uh, it's there's still a Wolfgang Puck. Wolfgang it just Puck? moved. Yeah, they oh, just I opened up a new one. Closed it closed, but they opened up a new one. Oh, I didn't know a that. Third one. Not, well, not third. There used to be like the the fat. There was like originally there was the main one. Then there was like the quick service next. Wolfgang Puck Express. Yeah. Okay. But now that they just took Wolfgang Puck and moved it. There's Maybe I'm thinking of something in Disneyland. I thought something. Opened well, there was Wolfgang. a so California Adventure opened with a Wolfgang Puck restaurant that did not last very okay. long. Yes, that's most of them. That's right. But I'm pretty sure there is still a Wolfgang Puck restaurant in Disney uh, Spring now. I'll double check now. Yeah. But it kind of gets overshadowed, I think, by all these really big ticket, you know, home yeah. style and and Morimoto's and, and and what have you. This is kind of and it was kind of like where the House of Blues is, right? Not, right next at, to it. Yeah. Right next to it. Yeah. It's that it's, area. It's funny all the times we've been there, never even thought about going to a House of Blues. Well, because nah. we had those like there was <laughs> one in Cleveland, right? So, yeah. yeah. That's kind of like why we never really went back to um the hibachi place because yeah. one opened up in Boardman here. Yeah, it's like oh, we don't need yeah, to do we that. Don't anymore. need to do that. Yeah, so Wolfgang Puck is there is a Wolfgang Puck there. I think it's actually closer to like the World of Disney Store or something like that. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's a new location and all this stuff. Interesting. Uh, but it's again, it's like I don't. I, it was such a thing we did for a while. It'd be almost fun to go back again, but there's so many places that are just absolutely amazing. Remember, there's like a few places we never went to. Bongos, we never went never to went to Bongos. Bongos yeah. That's gone. That's that's. that's but we've gone. been to T Rex. We've been yeah. to, well, there's one place you two never went to that I did. Oh, Adventurous yeah. Club. Oh, yeah. Again, restaurant, eh, sort of. There was food there. But it's not for the food. I was there for Yingling on draft and the incredible show. Wow, Yingling back then. That was that was my Yingling phase, you see, oh. in my early 20s. Well, wasn't that, I thought it was like a PA only. For, no, uh, it was in Florida, Florida, Florida also. Had, it was yeah. like it was wow. like 13 original colonies in Florida. That's where Yingling started out, or, like colonies. where you could get it for a while. Yeah. I remember um, when it came to Ohio, big deal, big billboards deal. and everything. Big deal. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. That place was incredible. Nothing like it since. And uh, it is a shame that it is gone. It be gone. Now, the real like restaurant, restaurant in uh, in uh, Pleasure Island was the Fireworks Factory, right? If, if I'm if I'm understanding correctly, uh, I mean, there's all sorts of places there, and a lot of them had food. But I think Fireworks Factory was like where you could actually go and sit down and get a burger. I'm that, not sure. That's where we were, I was never old enough for. The, right. Is Pleasure that uh, the Italian places now? Right. Uh, I'm not sure. I think, I think it is. That, uh, I know yeah. that. I know that Adventures Club is Edison, and I know that the place where you could skate. I think is where Morimoto's is. Something like that. I don't. Yeah, know. That, that is a good uh, deep dive if you're ever interested. Pleasure Island in general. There's right. So many weird things. It's super like, fun. It's weird for me though, because again, I just yeah, I just never got. Do it. I never got to go. You walk through it, getting to the west side yeah, <laughs> to go to far. Disney Quest during the day. <laughs> well, so, what was the name of the fast food restaurant in Hollywood Studios that like was right by Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Oh, I didn't write it down. Studio, studio. Was it, it wasn't studio? Was it Studio Express? Maybe Backlot Express. It had a very oh, Backlot no, Express. It had a very still there. St- soundstage, something. Soundstage, soundstage. Crew. But no, it, it was. It, it was had the ton of bricks. It was the most bog standard like food window almost with right. seats out there. Uh, I mean, you were right just in the middle. There was a walk-up the bar too. 
Yeah, there was. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was fine. I, just, I associate it with the turtles that used to be there. We must have went there one time. At it the was right around the, the corner, yeah, where they did that show, so yeah. Yeah, but. But it was, I mean, that was the thing I best remember was was kind of the back of the seating area was the, it butted up to this Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie place at Adventure. Yeah, you could still see the so grass. You could see the giant grass and everything, yeah. We just never really ate too often at Hollywood Studios or MGM even. We did 50s primetime and sci-fi. Well, we did. We, just, yeah, we, did, yeah, we did 50s primetime and sci-fi. And we even did Brown, Brown Derby, Derby for a while. Yeah. We did Mama Melrose a couple times even. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. But, and then we made we did Pizza Plant a lot because we wanted to go to the arcade. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, well, back when we were kids, this place just had burgers and hot dogs. I yeah. think at the end they tried to fancy gussy it up. Gussy it up a little yeah, bit. Gussy yeah. it up. There's a good word as you guys. Carnitas. 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 Uh, a couple more places at Disney MGM Studios aren't there. The writer stop um, went away for Baseline Tap House. I, I, I think upgrade, in my opinion. I kind of yeah. forgot they even had food there. I, I guess it was more of a well, coffee shop, I think. Well, I remember it had books. It was like a bookstore. Well, that it was, so, it was two halves of the same thing. Even when it was like Ellen's thing, wasn't it? Well, that's why that it is, was the, only books, wasn't it? I no, thought, it that's was, what I'm saying. It, it, I thought so, but it did have a counter wow. for coffee and treats. Yeah, I, don't yeah. Recall I mean, that's what it is. That's the writer stop. It was always Ellen's thing. Right. So there was that. There was also not, we didn't go there a lot, but I know starring roles. People missed that. They had like crazy yeah. cupcakes. And That's stuff. one I kind of regret. People really think back mm-hmm. on that one fondly. And it was weird. It just kind of like closed very, you know, like oh, it's maybe going to come back someday, and just, just never has. Did. Yeah, exactly. The last thing that I kind of noted down that Mike and I went there once, I think, was Meisner's Lounge, the Grand Floridian. Uh, yeah. We had a drink there, but now it's the Enchanted Rose. Uh, yeah, it's this one. I it's definitely more themed now and it's bigger in some ways better, but it was just really chill before. And it kind of felt like fancy, almost felt like it was above having to be themed before. And I almost kind of respected that right, about right. it, you know, because it was like, you know, you're in the Grand Floridian. It's kind of fancy. You had and the cool thing, too, was you had the balcony with the orchestra. Yeah, that was a right. big thing that we lost. Well, the, the, you, you know, the urban road. legend that was dis- disproven, I guess. But people used to theorize it was called Meisner's because it was M. Eisner, Michael Eisner. Oh, that makes sense. That's not true, though. Oh, well, because he always then? touted that as his kind of you know, right. hotel. Why is it called Meisner's? I don't know, but that, that's no. not why. I don't believe you now. Now I didn't. Yeah, it, it seems too good. <laughs> now it seems too good. But but it, was just, it was. It was a great place for just a nice, intimate nightcap. Just you know? yeah, a little. Co- exactly. You're tired. Get a little cocktail. You know, maybe I don't necessarily need to see a picture of Belle <laughs> with my cocktail. Plus, it's themed to the live action one. It's like, eh, whoop de do. Right. <laughs> one thing. <laughs> it was the classic. Uh, and you know, I like a good, really themed bar, obviously. Right. But sometimes it's nice to tone it down after a long day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like uh, there's like um, Beach Club's still good with that, with having some really low key. Even Yacht Club, like Yale and Compass and uh, mm-hmm. Martha's Vineyard. No, all of those are still around, yeah. thankfully. I'm um, Geyser Point is kind of one. We never went to Spoodles in Boardwalk. Spoodles. No, we that, did. Just there were a the name few is in so good. Boardwalk. We really never went Cat to Cora's. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's where yeah, Cat Cora. That was, well, we we kept going to Flying Fish, which mm-hmm. we used to love. Then after the renovation, not not quite as we, into it we anymore. We went once. With, fine. When you came with uh, my wife and Abby, and yeah, yeah she it was, Abby was not too, that great. It was okay. Yeah, it was, it was all right. But okay, so like, what's the what's the one big one everybody misses the most then? Oh, oh. You can only bring back one. Alfredo's, hands down. It probably is Alfredo's. Yeah. I'm second good. would be Backyard Barbecue. Oh, really? Really? Uh, I think so. I, I don't know if that would be second. I'd bring back Electric Umbrella for that. Or even... Uh, I feel like Adventures Club would be mine. Yeah. I, guess, I never did it. I never I did it. So, yeah. like, definitely, you just have to trust me on that one. Yeah, I guess in terms of like ones I never did and, and really miss. Uh, Alfredo's was... I mean, the, not only was the food incredible, just the experience that you'd get with it. 
because mm-hmm. of like the you know. Well, again, we we have Italian culture heritage, heritage there. So. I, I almost push. I, I almost wish I could put Alfredo's in like Hollywood Studios or something because I do. There's so many places to eat in Epcot already. Yeah, right. True. I don't really need a new restaurant. <laughs> Mama Miller. But in Disney Springs. That's the same problem. Yeah, there's, there's a million so Disney, there. There's a million Disney Springs things, but yeah. Ah, but that was a, a fun little. Yeah, uh, can't think of any more. That's all the ones we can think of. Yeah, I'm sure. There's more. Yeah, Might have forgot some. You have some. Let us know. Uh, like Holly did. You can email us at nineties at gmail.com. As you can see, if you suggest something, we're very likely to do we'll it. Do so it. Yeah, we we are about puppets prepared to dance uh, for your <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> Uh, but we have no strings to hold us down. I'm a real boy, though, hey, Jay. <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> Get back on stage. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this bonus episode of 90s Disney. We'll be back on April 1st. Uh, I, I, I had such a good idea for an episode, so I, I'm kind of forsaking our usual April Fool's antics because I found there is a ton of history behind a very special game that came out in the 90s from Disney Interactive. Maui Mallard, Mallard, say that three times fast. Maui Mallard, Maui Mallard, Maui Mallard, Maui Mallard. Uh, which was released for the Sega Genesis. It had a Super Nintendo port and a very good PC port, and uh, it has a very interesting development history. So that's going to be our April episode. So look forward to that. Uh, check out uh, the March episode on Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin that Christopher put together for us. That was a lot of fun. And uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Mastodon. Go to 90sDisney.com, 90sDisney.com.com. Hey, hey, sh- shout out to Raleigh Crump, by the way. Oh, yes. To, uh, to the legend. Yeah, they were recording this. We uh, found out about him passing away. So yes, so uh, thank you, Raleigh, for all that you did for the parks, for Walt Disney. Here's to you, man. We'll catch you guys next time right here on 90s Disney. Take care. Bye.